Welcome to the Hadn't You Heard podcast, presented by McCo Media, where we will be having conversations with local business owners, getting an idea of who it is, helping build our community, what it is they have going on right now, and why it is they do what they do. On today's episode, Hadn't You Heard, of Mark Breenklein of Independent Spirits Distillery, located in Woolwich, New Jersey. They are a grain-to-glass distillery that uses all local grains to make handcrafted spirits. Let's get to know a little bit more about Independent Spirits Distillery today. Thanks for joining me today, Mark. Pleasure to be here. I appreciate you hopping on. As I kind of discussed and introduced Independent Spirits Distillery over in Woolwich, you want to give us a brief, quick 30-second rundown of the business? Sure. We turned four years old this past 4th of July in 2022. We buy all of our grains from local farmers and mill, mash, distill, and bottle right there in our building in Woolwich. We're just outside of Swedesboro, and we've been expanding since we first started into different product lines. It was initially just our clear spirits, the vodka, gin, moonshine. We have a Scandinavian Akavit immediately started filling barrels because bourbon and whiskey, of course, take years in order to mature. And now we have them as well, along with a line of liqueurs, our espresso liqueur and limoncello. Nice. Very exciting. You have the whole gamut, which is uh, really good to you know see on the menu there. And you guys have a location that's available for people to come sit and enjoy the beverages that you guys have, correct? Yeah, we bought a 10-acre plot of farmland, which is still being farmed. We built the building, and we have a lovely tasting room as well for parties or individuals to come through and yeah, have a nice afternoon on the weekends with yeah. us. Yeah, of course. What kind of parties uh, would you guys like to have there? Weddings, maybe? We have not had a wedding yet, but we are gearing up to try to set up for such things. But we currently do... Any sort of party. We've had graduations and anniversaries, birthdays, a couple different things like that. And they've gone off without a hitch. We have a nice big space inside that we can open for the production area as well as outside. It's a nice farmland again, so we can set up tables, chairs, tents, all of that. Yeah, I had the uh, pleasure of visiting the location recently. You guys have a huge spot there, lots of land. You know, the outdoor deck patio area is beautiful for like a nice evening, a nice little drink and relaxation to start the weekend or even end the weekend. Thank you so much. Yeah, we got lucky and situated ourselves where you can watch the sunset every day, right as you're sitting there drinking on our porch. That's beautiful. Oh, yeah. So I wanted to come back to the name. How did you guys kind of come up with the name? That was really, I mean, the whole thing was really my mother. Yeah. She was trying to figure out something to do as she was getting a little bit older in her 50s or so. And We kind of spitballed different ideas initially, maybe a brewery, maybe do a restaurant or something. Don't really have a lot of money for investing, but breweries, you throw a stone in New Jersey and you seem to hit a brewery. Vineyards, we don't have any experience and there's a lot of work with that. And restaurants and things, it's again, a lot of money and it's very difficult to make any of that return on investment. So we wound up looking into distilling the next level kind of deeper than brewing and my opinion, you take that step aside and it's more intense, but there aren't as many of them. Yeah. So we wound up going down that path. So this is a mother and son kind of combo team business. You know, you guys are really going it for it all. Entrepreneurship. What kind of keeps you guys going in the distillery business? Do you guys have a lot of fun doing all this? 
Oh, it's such a blast. Again, neither of us had any experience with this. I have a background as a biomedical engineer. I had done some lab-grade distillation in college, but my mother had never distilled anything. And we just kind of jumped into it and found out that it is really fun. It's a combination of all the coolest sides of organic chemistry for the few nerds who are listening and actually (laughs) care about that. I apologize for making you think about orgo, but it's the best way to apply any of that. And you wind up with delicious things out of basically hot oatmeal. And it's really cool. You wind up seeing all of the processes go from start to finish, and then you get to serve people and meet people and interact on a level that I wasn't expecting as a kind of introvert. Now I'm out there every weekend talking to different people and new groups. Yeah, you guys have a little bar there that people can come sit at and relax. It looks like a fun time for sure. And behind the bar, you have doors that lead into where you make everything. Now you have a machine that is, I guess, only you guys have, correct? Well, it is custom to order. Yeah, We have a Müller still from Germany. The family that's been producing has been in business for about 400 years, producing distilling equipment, stills in particular, and we're the only one that I know of in the area. It's a beautiful piece of equipment, large column still. If you come down, you get to be part of the tour and see it. Oh, so you guys do tours? We do tours. We legally have to give a tour to every patron at least once a year. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jersey has a lot of fun little rules that I'm (laughs) learning as I go. Well, we'll leave it at that. But I'll tell you, you do want to come down to listeners and take a tour of the place. It's a gorgeous setup they have. And this machine that you guys have is really one of a kind. And one of the coolest things I've ever seen. The bronze that you guys have on there slash copper. It's copper, yeah. yeah. It's just a a delicate thing to look at. It's it's beautiful, yeah. Yeah, no. (laughs) Copper and stainless is really a sexy look when you get a big piece of machinery like that. It's just a fun thing. We get compared to Willy Wonka a lot. It does have a Willy Wonka vibe to it, yeah. for sure. It feels like Willy Wonka sometimes <laughs> when it's just my mom and me bopping around listening to music, and turning literal straw into gold. So, yeah. So, for our listeners out there, do you mind kind of giving us a breakdown of the process, possibly an audio tour for them today on how you guys go through and create the spirits? Sure. Everyone should hold up their imaginary cocktail or possibly real one, ideally real as... <laughs> Any good tour of a distillery should include a little bit of alcohol. And again, hopefully mine. But we'll get to that. So the tours typically start, you come in through the main tasting area, which is the bar, and then I set up for that. And that is the final stage, where all of the spirits have been bottled, labeled, they're waiting for you to take them home, or they're in the drinks that you're drinking. And that's great, but as we go further into the building, we're going to go back in time in the process. So we walk through the doors into the main production area and you'll see a rack with cases and more bottles set waiting to go to different stores, different bars and restaurants in the area. We self-distribute. So it's just my mother and myself uh, talking to these places and then driving cases over to where they want to have them. And then if you look in, you see where we bottle all of our bottles in-house. We hand label everything. And finally, we get to the cool part of all of it, the still. We have, again, our big, beautiful copper and stainless steel German engineering Müller still. You'll see the column has lights that go all the way up it. 
You can see every chamber where there are control valves and you can see the temperature for each of them. When this thing is going, it starts off with a kind of wispy vapor going through it. And eventually that starts to condense and form into like a little rain chamber in each and every one of these sections of the still. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. It's a steam jacketed setup. So we put the mash into the main kettle or the pot area. And as that heats up, we control the temperature. And there are three main parts to a distillation. There's the head, the hearts, and the tails. And the head is the very first set of chemicals that boils off from a mash. All of the weird lighter kind of organic chemistry things you don't want to drink that are typically toxic or just bad in general. So those are separated out and we discard them. As that goes, you can watch as the proof increases. So more and more alcohol is present. We use a float gauge for that, a little piece of glass that has a bubble in it and it floats literally in the fluid. And that will sink down and show us when the proof gets to where we want it. You smell it, you look at it, you even sample a little bit. You just run your fingers through the stream and you smell and see when the chemical kind of scent dissipates. Once that happens, you're in the hearts. That's the good stuff. That's what you want. That's what you drink. And the cleaner that is and the harder you cut it, the better the product is, the less hangover, the more smooth and less of that kind of heat and burn that you experience. I'm sure we've all had some of that yeah. where it's a little um, sus, so to speak, as the kids <laughs> might say. But yeah, that goes. And then the tails are the final stage where it's the heavier compounds that start to boil out when you get more water and things. The proof starts to go down and all of it can be redistilled and cleaned. So we save the tails, but it's still not the stuff that you want to drink. Each type of alcohol is a little different. So there's nuance to that. And yeah, that's the gist of it. That's the um, abridged, simplified version. I love it. I love hearing about all the stuff that it takes to make such a good spirit. It's kind of like going to a museum when you learn all about this stuff. But at, at the end of a museum tour, you don't get a bottle of <laughs> your favorite spirit. So, so listeners, please go and visit. Check it out. Get your favorite spirit there. It's all fresh. And you can't beat that. And that's what makes you guys different, right? Yeah. We pride ourselves on using as much local Jersey produce as we possibly can. We get our grain from Rabbit Hill Farms, which is a woman-owned farm not far from where we are. All of our glass bottles are American-made. We try to keep it as local as possible. Even our labels are printed in Delaware. Oh, cool. So, yeah. We're Very trying cool. to support others around us as much as possible and ideally grow with them. The branding is so clean. I really like the bottles. They look super professional and awesome. Thank you. My mother actually designed them. She has no background designing <laughs> they look anything. Great. They Thanks, look great. Yeah. The labels look cool. They have this nice like background etchedness on it. It's like very like a raw feel to it. I don't know how to explain it, but you guys got to check it out in person. You'll, you'll understand what I'm saying. Or you can hop on their website and you guys can direct order or how does it work? We can direct order. Legally, we can't ship alcohol mm -hmm. in the state yet. Mm -hmm. Talk to your local congressman, senator, <laughs> tweet at someone, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, we can't ship yet, but we're trying to get that resolved. That's not an us thing. That's a New Jersey thing. So again, contact somebody who has some authority and try to get that shifted if you can. Otherwise, come and visit. 
Yeah. They have everything for sale right there in Woolwich. We are in about 30 stores in the South Jersey area, and we're happy to serve parties and different groups. If you have anything in mind, contact us through our website, through the Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Yeah, check them out. If you check out their website, you can see all their products beautifully displayed on there. Anything you want, you can go from the bourbon, the gin, the vodka. You guys have a lot on the list there. Yeah, we have a Scandinavian Akavi, which is a strange one that most folks haven't heard of. It's what I refer to as Viking gin. It's the Scandinavian equivalent, more or less. But instead of that juniper berry kind of pine cone flavor that you get, it's cardamom, coriander, and dill, which is more of a rye bread kind of feel. Works very similarly to gin, but a completely different botanical set. Oh, wow. Very interesting. Yeah. I wanted to follow up with you a little bit about the bourbon. And I guess whatever else goes into the uh, barrels that you guys have on site, how does that process work? And do different barrels create a different flavor? So for bourbon and whiskey making, that does shift a little bit when it comes to the type of wood that you use, the type of char, which is the burn that they put on to the inside of the wood. All of our barrels are white American oak. We get them from Tennessee. And it's how whiskey has been made for a long, long time. We go with, I believe it's a one or two char, depending on the barrel. And for our bourbon, that is a mostly corn. It's 60% corn, 20% rye, 20% wheat. It's a mash that's custom for the bourbon. For our rye whiskey, that is 60% rye, 20% corn, 20% wheat. And those are the same three ingredients for both of them, but shifting those percentages, you get a very different product. The bourbon is a little bit sweet, more smooth and buttery from the corn, whereas the rye has some of that kind of peppery spice that you get from a rye grain. I'm sure most people haven't thought about what types of seed can make different flavors in their yeah. alcohol, but it's an essential thing. Yeah, it's And it really does shift it. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of science, you know, involved in the different flavors of it all. It's very cool what you guys are doing over here at the distillery. So, Mark, this is a great place for a party to come try spirits, hang out with friends. And you wanted to mention something about the food, correct? Yes. Sadly, I'm not allowed to serve food right now, which is a, a mixed bag. I really don't want to be making blintzes while I'm also mixing cocktails. But you're more than welcome to bring whatever you'd like to eat. We ask that you clean up after yourself a little bit. But yeah, the local restaurants will also deliver in most cases. Bring a pizza, bring a charcuterie plate, bring whatever, hang out with the family. We've got cornhole. It's a beautiful space. You can watch the sunset right off the porch every day and eat some snacks and drink some really good booze while just having a good time. There you go. Bring your friends, bring some food, come for the spirits. You and your mom spent a lot of time there working, doing things with the business. So you got to be listening to some music, correct? While you do it, you mentioned that earlier. What kind of music do you guys listen to? My mom's a big fan of classic rock and we normally nice. just have that on the speakers. We've got some old tube speakers in the main distilling area where we'll normally have the place blasting. Nice. We've talked a couple times about how that helps the whiskey because just the vibrations alone <laughs> shake some of that flavor out of the wood. So yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. Well, Mark, thank you so much for joining me on today's show. I really appreciate you having, you know, stop by letting me come visit the distillery. So thank you. Listeners, please check out all of their social medias, their web pages, but seriously, get yourself over to Woolwich. 
check out the Independent Spirits Distillery. They have a beautiful venue there. Get your hands on some of these spirits and it will speak for itself. Thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure. Hope to see you at the bar soon. For sure. Again, thank you for joining us on today's episode with Mark Breenkline of Independent Spirits Distillery of Woolwich, New Jersey. Please, like I mentioned, check out their place. Go visit and get a spirit that really speaks to you. They're one of a kind and they're all homegrown here. And catch us again next time for another special guest. So stay tuned to Hat in Your Herd.